Yo, what's up? You already know what it is. It's Adam Lewis, and we're here with another episode. This one's going to be current events, and I'm here with... Blended Justice. All right, and let's get this one started. So we're going to be doing current events today, and uh, I think you want to start off with... Uh, with you, you got a, a topic you want to start off with, or you want me to pick one? Um, Go ahead and pick one. All right, I think we should start off with, uh, with Kaepernick. That one's like I think the oldest one that we start off with. Yep. And his settlement with uh with Nike. So uh, I didn't I didn't watch all the the propaganda that was behind it. Like I, I saw that <laughs> the, uh, a commercial or something, right? Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? I don't no, I didn't watch that either. Um I think the right word to use exactly is propaganda, but no, I didn't watch it. <laughs> Yeah, that was the, the perfect word to use because uh, he got his settlement, from my understanding, was with Nike, right? Not with the NFL. Um. Oh, shit. Was it? I believe Because I thought the settlement was with the NFL. Um, I don't believe so. Is there a way yeah. that we, we could we could fact check that real quick? Honestly, right now. All right. Uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear All right. So then we still recording. All right. So my understanding, though, uh, the settlement was with Nike, and he uh, it wasn't like a settlement. He got like some kind of big deal with them, like some kind of got a bunch of money. He was like the face of Nike or something like that. So maybe a settlement's not the right thing to call it. He got a deal with Nike, I guess, and they paid him a lot of money. But oh, okay. Nike and the NFL are partners. So that they are. That's kind of sketchy to me. Like you're going, you're suing one person, and you're going against, you know, it's like going against brothers. Man, I hate your brother. <laughs> talking, talking all kinds of crazy stuff about this person's brother, but they're friends. I mean, not their friends, they're family. They're they're not gonna separate for you. So it's that's an interesting way to get paid out of it. Like I'm wondering, was it just all a little scam? Because nobody's talking about it no more. Mm, okay. So I think there are like two things going on here now that I just looked it up. Uh the Nike thing that uh that you're talking about is that little commercial shit where yeah, he was definitely like the face of it. I think it was like something like it's only crazy until you do it. Some some dumb shit like that. But he did recently settle with the NFL. Um okay. and at first, uh okay, so the narrative, in my own opinion, at first was um, he settled with the NFL, which means that the NFL has something. No, Colin Kaepernick has something damning about the NFL, or else they wouldn't settle because they have. Um, they they didn't even settle in the situation with um, uh, their former players bringing up their their issues with concussions. Like they took that shit as far as they could take it, and they didn't care. Um, so the fact that they settled with Colin Kaepernick, we all thought. And Colin Kaepernick has something really big on them. And then it turns out now the settlement, I think we found out like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and it was just leaked. And here's here, what's weird was, is that the settlement is supposed to be confidential. There's nothing that's supposed to be leaked from the sense from the settlement. Um, however, it was leaked that Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed, who were both suing the NFL, only got $10 million. And I'm a little confused. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. 
for several reasons. One, um, I agreed with the sentiment, with the first sentiment that I didn't understand the NFL settling with Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed. Um, if they didn't feel like Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick had something uh, that they didn't necessarily want out there in the public eye. I always thought that the NFL would win just because they had the money to. And there, I don't think there was enough um, evidence to really prove that the, that the NFL's colluded, NFL owners colluded against Kaepernick and Eric Reed. Um, but I, I don't like the timing of everything that's happening right now. So all of a sudden, um, yes, they settled. But and and everything was supposed to be confidential. Mm -hmm. um, and now it comes out that they only set that they settled and only got ten million dollars on the situation. None of this really makes sense to me. But what do you think? So what did they settle? That's why I'm trying to wrap my head around, because from my understanding, the reason that he was fired was because mm -hmm. he, he kept kneeling while they're doing the national anthem. And when they right. asked him why, he said that it was because of police brutality against uh, black or black men or something like that, to that effect, right? right? Okay, so when it's it's not, and, and that's what he was trying to prove. It wasn't official that he was let go because of that. It's official that, like, the 49ers wanted to move on and they have the right to. And what he was trying to prove was that he was unable to get an NFL job because he was kneeling. Um, but that's, that's like, that wasn't something that that's what he was trying to prove in court. That's not something that was explicitly said. That was just like a sentiment that many black people, including myself yeah. had about the entire situation. I mean, um, well, so that, and all the things that the, the coaches and, and everyone said about it, the situation, right. and like, I thought, he was on that same train too. So that, that's what I was getting to is I don't understand how you, you, you settle for any amount of money when that's still happening right now. Right. So yeah, that's, that's why it didn't necessarily make sense. Yeah. Um, because I, uh, that's, that's what I thought the entire, well, yes, that would, that was what the entire issue was about. Um, and so I thought two things would have happened. I thought, yes, he got paid handsomely by the league, meaning that the league paid him a good amount of money to just go away. And they had, and he had something damning on him. And there was like a clause in there saying, well, I don't know. I'm just speculating at this point, uh -huh. but saying that Colin Kaepernick would be able to get a job in the NFL again. Um, we don't know the details, but what we do, we only know two things so far. We know that this, that they, the NFL, um, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed settled and that they only got two, $10 million in the settlement. Um, again, that, which doesn't make any sense to me. So with this settlement, will they ever play in the NFL again? Eric Reed will because he's gotten a contract. We don't know if Colin Kaepernick will. Hmm. So that sounds like hush money to me. Yeah, but if it's only $10 million, like, really? Exactly. <laughs> it's only $10 million. He's an NFL player. From my understanding, they make a lot of money, but not as much as NBA players. But they make a lot of money. And Again, it doesn't matter how much you're going to pay me. What he was protesting against is still happening. So any amount of money you want to give to me to stop talking about the subject or to 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 shut up about it, it's not going to happen. It's not happening until it stops. And even when it stops, there's still some other issues we got to take care of. So fuck your money. 
I don't, I don't, exactly. I don't understand that. And not only that, but he, he, he's not one of those players from my understanding that comes from poverty and had to make it to the NFL to change his life. He's not one of those people. So I don't understand what the money hungry part comes from. That that's beyond me. That is beyond me. <laughs> right. Which is why um, I'm kind of, I'm with this situation. I would like some more information because it doesn't really make sense. Uh, the settlement in a way makes sense because it's like, I thought he had some information on the NFL that the NFL just didn't want out there. Like he has something on them that they were like, I don't give a fuck what's going on. We need to settle. Cause like, again, um, concussions. Can be go, go ahead. I said, maybe how racist everyone is in there. Like have you ever yeah, watched the NFL um, I think it's called a combine or something like that, where they go and, and show off all their skills and their speed yep. and their stats. Yep. It looks right. eerily similar to the slave trading block. Hey, look how oh. strong this nigga is. Look how big, exactly. look how fast he can run. Like that whole NFL thing, I'm pretty sure since its inception, there's it's just been racist as fuck and prejudice and like so bigoted that it's insane. They probably think all these these Goliath of black men are are in stupid, and when really right. they're a lot of them are very intelligent, especially because they're going to these colleges and stuff like that and playing, and they're just watching all this stuff happen. And eventually, somebody's gonna say something. But because of that money, and because most of them come out of poverty, they don't want to they don't want to fuck that up because mm-hmm. they need that money and they want to take care of their family. That and they also want jobs with the league after they're done. So like they want to go into coaching and shit like that. Or they want to be on TV talking about all that stuff. Right. But that's how many people get those jobs? Not many. (laughs) Like not many. There still aren't compared to how many black athletes there have been. There aren't a lot of black like coaches or anything like that, and it doesn't really make sense to me because it's 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 like okay, there's one of the best people to coach your league or to help you with training and conditioning and all that other shit are the people who are actually in it, and there are more white people on like in coaching positions in GM positions. Who've never played the fucking sport? <laughs> never, never, not even athletic. Never been on a field. Never. On oh God. <laughs> on God, like for real. I don't. I don't get it. And it's 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 so like flagrant that they instituted a Rooney Rule in their um in that whole little situation, basically saying you don't necessarily have to hire a black coach. But you have to interview one. Like you, at the very least, have to interview one. That's how bad it is. And so I, I, I don't know. Affirmative action bullshit is that? <laughs> right. Like I don't get that. I never even heard of that. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. That's been in. That's been in there for a while, and it comes up like, well, I'm a big, I'm a big sports head, so it comes up every year when there are coaches fired and all that shit um, about how there are a lack of black coaches that's one and two listen you gotta you with the Rooney rule they have to at the very least interview one black coach wow yeah I'm not that into sports so I'm not hip to it but that's insane because that that sounds exactly like affirmative action the only difference is is they don't have to hire one 
No. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So yeah, like this whole Colin Kaepernick situation though, it doesn't really make any sense to me. I don't I thought that the reason why they settled, um, and this these were just my thoughts, was the fact that the NFL, he has something on the NFL. That the NFL didn't want to um that the NFL didn't want out. And so they settled with him because of that and they paid him handsomely to not say anything about it. And also they were going to like, there would be a clause in there that would be able to give him a job. So not only would he be able to still, you know, donate and do what, do what he's doing with his know your, know your rights camp and shit like that, but he'd also have a, a chance to get a job again in the NFL. It doesn't seem from what I've read and, and, the things that I've seen so far that's happened and he's only got $10 million in the settlement. Uh, so I don't get what's going on here. So, wait, <laughs> like I don't get it. Let me, let me just say this though. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like you're saying, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, and let me just shout out Zoe Williams. Cause he's where I get this from. Love watching his show and Krishnamurti. Right. It's no measure of health to be well ingrained in a sick society, something along there, those lines. And so if these people did this to you, why would you want to go back and work for them in the first place? Yo, my thought. <laughs> why, why would you want to go back? Like, and why would you accept any kind of payment for them? It's like somebody spitting in your face and then giving you the, some money to wipe it off with. And, but hey, just take this. Just, you know? Right. It doesn't make sense. And that's why I was thinking that from the very beginning, maybe it was just a distraction from something else more important that was going on that's affecting, okay. affecting us now or either it's going to affect us later that he was put there to, to distract us. You know, like he, that whole little campaign, all that shit was just there to distract us. And I don't know what it may be, but something's not right about that. And that whole because when's the last time you heard him say anything or do anything? I haven't heard him say much, and that's because, well, okay, I'll give my theory on why I haven't heard him say much. I always thought that um, a lot of people uh, like to be propped up, or a lot of Black people like to prop up other Black people as leaders in the community, yeah. and everybody can be they were not um, in that position. Right, right. Uh, and so I think he wanted to lead in this way, well, I thought. My theory was... Um, he wanted to lead by example and not say a whole bunch just because he understood that no matter what he said, um, it would be picked apart. Like, for example, when he was talking, when he was still in the league and he was kneeling, he had on a, um, a Castro shirt. I think it was Castro and Nelson Mandela um, or Malcolm X, one of those. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he had on that shirt and he was defending why he had on that shirt. So... I were like, um, but that didn't come off well with, you know, fans and obviously people in the com Cuban community. He was playing uh, the Miami Dolphins at the time. So I thought for that reason, he decided that it was better if he just like kind of leads by example instead of talking a lot or saying too much. Um, and also, like, uh, again, he had given a lot of money back into the community, not just with his Know Your Rights camp, but also um, I remember there's the article I read where he 
uh, gave suits to dudes um, who were like fresh out of jail. Yes, and they were on their way to interview and shit like that. Yeah, he has uh, some kind of charity with his uh, his uh, I think it's his wife or fiance or something like that. Um, he has uh, some kind of charities with her, and they they do a lot of help for the community. So I, I understand that, but he was like he was doing that on a world stage in a way. So why not say anything mm. again when you have that platform? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. That's why I said a lot of it doesn't necessarily make sense to me. Like I don't I'm not going to be one of those people who um are quick to like jump on him and be like, oh, you only got 10 million dollars. Cause like, well, honestly, that shit just doesn't make sense. Like I don't get it. Um if I'm settling with the NFL, I'm breaking the bank. I'm settling with you for like $500 million. It's exactly. a crazy amount of number like that. Exactly. Um, because like that's I said, they're I'm partners doing. with people like Nike. They have, right. like they, these people make so much money off of, off of our people and, and, yes. and it's the American public pre, like period. Like, like I yep. understand how you just settle for that much. That's like, that's chump change. Exactly. That's chump change for 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 people's lives that you were supposedly fighting for. Right. And right. So it doesn't. Two million is a settlement that 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 police give people that they kill. Right. Exactly. Exactly. A little three four million fucking dollars. Yeah, That's exactly. about it. Like, hey, we killed you. But oh well, get three four million dollars out of it. Nah, that's nah. insane because that's how much you think a life is is worth. Exactly. So, so even like that's why I, I don't understand why he would just take any amount. It, 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 any amount wouldn't matter because he was fighting for his people, supposedly. Yeah. You know, and no amount of money because it's fucking paper, dude. Yeah. So it no, is. no amount of, of that will never equal the the respect and love of my people. No paper. Right. Uh, it's paper no amount that you can never pay me enough to to disrespect my people that way or do anything like that or or not ride with them when when they need me right when everybody's just why yeah that's why it doesn't none of this really makes sense um he was being propped up as a hero um in fact the narrative kind of changed in a way from it being about police kneeling the the whole kneeling thing being about police brutality um, and other injustices and going going to uh, Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job, so I don't like I said or, I don't know about the national anthem. Yeah, it became more about yeah. that than what the police were doing to people. Like it was like uh, and it was more about the national anthem and disrespecting veterans when veterans said that like, we don't feel disrespected. They said that exactly. in the very beginning, right. And in fact, he collaborated with the veteran to say, okay, instead of sitting, I'm going to kneel because it's more respectful. Exactly. And that's the point. That's people what aren't makes sense from the very whole shit. Because that, what you right. just said right now, if people would have seen that very part and understood what kneeling is in football and, and, and armed, what is that, in the military, whatever, it, it means yep. something. It's not a sign it of does. disrespect. It is a sign of respect. Right. So I don't like like I said, none of this really makes sense to me. Um I think we can dive deeper into this, yeah. but like it's there's just a, a, there are a lot of holes in this information. Um and I'm not I'm not willing to make a judgment one way or another yet. 
Um, but if he really did sell it for ten million dollars, that's bullshit. I definitely that agree. Bullshit. I agree, hundred percent. I don't make no fucking sense. I ain't selling with you for $10 million. I'll probably sell it with you for $500 million and then make sure that I'm able to build up my people and build up my community. Cause like, that's, I feel like that's what it would take, but I'm not settling with you for no damn $10 million. Like that's just, that's disrespectful. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely agree. So, but then on the flip side, um, if I am the NFL, this played out exactly how I would want it to play out. Exactly. Like, this is absolutely perfect. I've gotten everybody's favorite new hero to not only settle, but also settle for a chump change amount. And on, on like, conservatives will probably say, well, he settled for $10 million. Most people don't have $10 million. And it's like, it's, it's even though that may be true, it's still only $10 million. Like, that's not enough money to one sell your soul for and two it's to build up anything or do anything with it's not a significant amount in fact his last contract he was making 12 million dollars a year just to put it in perspective that's why i mentioned how much the nfl players make because that doesn't make sense it doesn't make any fucking sense at all hear me out on this one and and this maybe i'm crazy it could be a conspiracy theory you know (laughs) but I think the same thing's about to happen with Gucci. But Okay. Go go ahead, go for it. Because I'm I'm interested. Kaepernick Neils, all that all the things we just talked about, all that stuff happens, right? Right. He ends up settling with the NFL, getting however much he got. Because right. still speculation. And then but he definitely got that deal with Nike. What happened after he got that deal with Nike? What, what Nike blew up. Everybody was like, oh, what, Nike. It's on the like, newsfeed and everything. Everybody wanted all kinds of Nike, everything, right? Which was fucking stupid, by the way, but go ahead. I, I, I 100% agree because they're still the same motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> Nike is with the NFL, like I said in the beginning. Right. I'm pretty sure after Colin Kaepernick did what he did, after kneeling and all that stuff, and then becoming the face of Nike. Their stocks and their sales went through the fucking roof, and black people spent yep. an insane amount of money on Nikes and and clothes yep. and, and and material things. Period. Yep. So maybe from the very beginning they were just like, "Hey, let's get this poster boy right here and make him as a as a a rebel, you know, a rebel and a a protester and a, a fighter for civil rights, and then turn him into the face of our company." And then we sell millions, maybe even billions. That would be, honestly, it would be genius because everything worked out. They've already gotten your money because you already spent it based upon the whole, that little campaign shit that you did. He settled with the NFL. He settled for jump change. And the NFL can make him look like a fool for settling with him for that amount in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm pretty okay, sure what he got paid by Nike was way more than $10 million. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, let me take this little, pretend like I'm still at, in a feud with these people, but I'm going to get this cash payment, like this, not this cash payment, this cash out from these people, but they're still partners. They're brothers. Right. right. So like, and that, hold on. At, at the time, I was like, okay, I didn't, 
like I said, he does a lot for the community. He does give a lot, a lot of money back. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't necessarily mind that. But with the combination um, of what's happening now and what we found out about the settlement and shit like that, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm side eyeing this one. I, I have no idea what the fuck is going on, but I'm, I, I'm side eyeing this one because it's not make no fucking sense. I agree 100%. Something's fishy here. I want, yep. I want some answers. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, for real. I really do want some fucking answers. Uh-huh. And if I'm the NFL again, this, this went exactly the way I wanted to go. I got everybody's hero. I got him to settle. And not only do I have him to settle, Yes, the com- yes the uh, the contract is supposed to be confidential, but there's no confidentiality nowadays. Like no one really gives a fuck. Exactly. So let me go ahead and sneak out that amount. And also, I scare any other fucking player who was thinking about doing something like this from ever doing it again. Yep. Two birds with one stone. Yep, that's exactly what they did. So it'd be like uh like Scooby. What's what's the name of um of the commissioner of the NFL? Roger Goodell. It's gonna be like like Scooby Doo. We're gonna pull off the <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's yeah. mask, and it's gonna be Roger Goodell. If it wasn't for you meddling kids, yep, yep, that's exactly what it would be. That's I don't know. The whole situation is fucked. But yeah, so that's all I got to say on that. Really. All right. Yeah. Um, it's your turn now, though. You're in, it's your turn to pick the next topic. So. All right, so we gonna transfer to the um, whole New Zealand shit that happened. Oh, uh, um, a terrorist. Let me say that one more time: a terrorist, a right, a white terrorist, um, going into a mosque and shooting up and killing, I believe, fifty pe- people, probably injuring more, most likely. Yeah, um, definitely. First thoughts. Uh, first thing I want to say is um, condolences and prayers to the families that happened to. Um, it's unfortunate. Uh, I can understand their pain just because um, another white terrorist went into a church in, I believe, South Carolina yep. and shot up eight or nine people there who were just like, hey, let's pray. Yeah. Um, I'm going to waste our time on his bullshit. Nah, nah. Yeah, I, was, I was talking <laughs> to someone about this. And, Go ahead. And- I don't want to say uh, this one's worse than the other or this is worse or anything like that because it's wrong and, and people still lost their lives, no matter how many yeah. people lost their lives. That's somebody's mom, uh, brother, father, son. You know, it's somebody's relative at the end of the day, and they were loved. So yeah. I, don't want to, I don't want to discredit that. But since you mentioned that one in South Carolina, the crazy thing about that one was that they accepted him into their – church and that man sat there and prayed with them and then killed them mm-hmm. yeah this dude in new zealand was prepared looked trained i watched that mm-hmm. video several times and i don't know why because i've seen shit like that since i was younger so I, I just watched it several times without any kind of feelings to it I, I was just analyzing it that dude came there trained ready to go playing propaganda music with all kinds of writing on his guns and ready to kill as soon as he got to the front door and seen the first person. No, actually, he wasn't the first person. He walked past a couple when he went into the mosque, and they didn't say anything. They just looked frightened and startled, and then he started shooting as soon as he got to the opening of the door. Fuck. 
it was I've never seen a slaughter like that before on video. And the fact that it ran so long on Facebook Live is another thing we could talk about. But that it was it was crazy to see something like that. He had the writing on his gun. They all meant something. He took time to write on every piece of the gun from the clip to the barrel to the stock. One of the things that my brother pointed out to me was it said uh, Vienna 1680 something. And it was the siege of Vienna when they took it back from the Ottoman Empire. And the Ottoman Empire was the, the Moorish people, the, yeah. the, the Muslims that were in Vienna and yeah. fought back and took it back from the black people. And so this man had all this kind of writing and propaganda on his guns. He was playing propaganda music. He said Candace Owens, a black woman, influenced him. He mentioned Donald Trump. Wow. This internet thing and the way people have access to to all kinds of things that fits their narrative is 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 ki- is literally killing people. It's killing them, it's getting them murdered. It's insane. I I didn't watch the video cuz I'm tired of seeing people getting killed. So even when like there's a video of a black man being slaughtered, like I think the last one I watched was Philando, uh, uh, Philando Castile, and, uh, um, and I was done. Minnesota, right? I, I'm mistaken. Yeah, Minnesota. I was done. I was like, that's that was crazy. Like I was, I was done it's after that. So I haven't. Right. It was. So I haven't watched the video. I would just. I was off of it, but that is crazy. Um. <laughs> I can't understand how I, I, I can't understand how um, how something like that can happen because obviously uh, this man he he ordered the gun or he had the gun but everything that he was planning no wait, wait. he had five of them five he had five Automatic shotguns, semi-automatic rifles, what two tanks of gas, body armor, and a helmet cam. See, that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. So nobody's like asking him what the fuck you need all that for. <laughs> right. Like, no, legit, legit. Right. Let somebody, let somebody order something like that from my store. I'm telling. I don't know who I'm telling, but I'm telling somebody. I'm like, hey, um, excuse me. So he has a whole bunch of guns and shit and he's buying gas and like so nobody thinks this is weird. We're just gonna go along with it. We act, we gonna act like this is okay, this is cool. Like for real, even if it was online, right? Which I'm sure their government, I know it's New Zealand, it's not the American government, whatever. I'm sure their government can track shit like that, like they're tracking everybody else in the world. Yeah. No one raised the red flag, no one was like, um, so this dude is buying all this shit and it doesn't make sense. Because I'm sure if it was a black person or a Muslim person, like they continuously exactly. tried to demean and degrade, they would have found that shit immediately. And then it, it would have been uh, even more proof for, what's that? Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But the, the nigga who got egged in the face oh, um, because he was like, oh, it's Muslim's fault. Oh, they got shot up. Name. Like, uh, the, he's, um, he, if he's a senator, I believe, in, uh, in Australia. Yeah. 
and yeah and and so so this this teen egged him because of his racist comments and this dude's from australia the shooter mm-hmm. is from australia he was fighting and it was upset about it he was not fighting i'm sorry he killed immigrants or people he thought were immigrants and that were muslim because he was against immigration when this man is a white dude from Australia, which doesn't fucking make sense. <laughs> white dude from Australia in New Zealand, which yep. also doesn't make sense because the natives there are Māori. They're not white. Oh, there you go. So, so where are you from? You're, you're an immigrant in this land. Yep. It's, it's the, the educational system that we have that, that are taught. White people are just as fucked up as we are or any other race is just as fucked up as we are because they're... They don't know their history just like we don't. He thinks that's his land. He doesn't. Yes. He doesn't know that's not his. You don't come from this place, bro. Like, like, I don't understand what's going on with these people, these nationalists. And they think that they come from this place. You don't come from here. You, you don't come. You, you're not native to most places. I'm leave it at that. You're not native to most places. So. Exactly. Um, it's, it's really like a psychotic way of thinking. It's okay. So not only are we going to go into this land where people are being nice to us and helping us feed ourselves and bathe and shit. Um, but we're going to go into there and then we're going to, uh, be nice at first, um, and then kill people. We're going to kill everybody off. Religion. Yep. That's part that's... I forgot who said it, but religion is one of the most important parts of politics. Yep. That's how you make people docile and, and, and bound. The word, the word religion comes from a, a Latin word that means to bind. You have to bind these people first and make them docile, and then they'll believe anything you tell them. That's, no, you're absolutely right with that. And that's what they've done. And that's what they, they have, have done for years. And then have the nerve to turn around when they see too many people who don't look like them showing up into what they perceive to be their country. And then go, what the fuck are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. We're going to be racist towards you. We're going to kill you. We're going to spin this narrative that everybody who doesn't look, look like us is bad. And then justify our actions and not even attempt to call call each other terrorists when we do terrorist acts that shit right there that shit right there makes absolutely no sense to me because what that man did he was a he he was a terrorist and so many news sites are afraid with his mental health what do you mean he was a terrorist he something was wrong with his mental health (laughs) right and it's like really out of here with that shit like y'all on some bullshit right now. You guys are on some bullshit right now. And they've always been on this bullshit. Um, what was it called? Like, Ambien. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh. It makes everybody racist. <laughs> my God. Oh, shit. Uh, I remember that shit. Oh, wow. The side effects of this drug can make you racist. That's funny. Wow. That's some shit. And it's it's every excuse in the world. And um, I think we, and when I say we, we who are not white people, um, not black people, because black people have known. Melanated ones. 
Exactly. <laughs> like uh, uh, us melanated people have been trying to tell y'all for, for years that white people are crazy, but no one believed us. Um, we really need to like have a come come together and do some shit because this doesn't make any sense. And what I mean is, is that we are the majority. There's this narrative out there that we are the minority. That's not true. There are 2 billion people, 2 billion people who are melanated. Obviously, we know the Chinese have a billion population. Um, The Indian people have a billion population. Like we are the majority. Um, Do you know how yet, many melanated people there are in in the Asia in Asia? Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like Swallow, in general, you know, like they they are some of the most melanated because they were some of the first out of Africa. There you go, there you go. But most people don't know that, and that's and that's that's what I'm saying. Like we we need to start controlling our narrative and stop acting and participating as if we are the minority but really participate as if we are the majority. And I feel like that's what's, that's the narrative that's trying to be stopped right now is that um, a lot of people are realizing that with uh, um, more, at least African-American people realizing that Africa isn't a place where people just sit around all day and live in huts and shit and that people have houses and things of that nature. Or, go ahead. Africa's not even one country. There you go. How many people oh know that? Like you gotta, you gotta bring them back to like grade school and be like, you know, it's a continent, right? <laughs> right. That part though, like that shit kills me anytime I hear it. When people refer to Africa as a as a continent, I mean, as a country, yeah, it's a, like it's one um, homogenous country where they all doing the same thing and they all look the same and they all have the same language, same customs, right. and nah. That place and it's not. is vast. The, the it's biggest, really actually. <laughs> when you, when you, it's the biggest. And it has the, Which is- I think, the most languages, if I'm not mistaken, they have the most languages, the most unique and, and uh, what's the word? Like, diversity. Cultures. Like, they're so different from each other from one side to the other. Exactly. And it's but so, I- all melanated. Right. Go figure. And I think. <laughs> and that's the issue like that's that's not out there enough um and i feel like we we really need to control our narrative in in that sense because what's happening right now that guy said he was influenced first off explain to me about the whole candace owens situation because i didn't realize he said he was influenced by candace owens which is I'm, one of those people who get the fuck out of here but go ahead i agree i agree 100 percent I've seen a couple of things about her as um, she was on Joe Rogan's podcast and she was also, really? uh, yeah, she was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And then um, she was on, I believe I seen her and vice vice had this thing where they were talking about young black Republicans or something like that, or young black conservatives. And they, and they put her, she was I have a thing about black conservatives. Amongst a lot of other people are on there. You should definitely check that out if you haven't yet. It's it's interesting because you see a lot of young people and their their idea of young is, is in their thirties and stuff like that. So they you know they're not us young. Okay. <laughs> but uh because I definitely don't think that our generation thinks like that anymore. I definitely okay. not. But they think that they're still in that generation and they could pull themselves up by the bootstrap and she 
she's one of those people, from my understanding. She's very conservative, very right wing. But she's black, a young black woman. And so, like, this man said that she helped radicalize him. Those were his words. Not that she influenced him, helped radicalize him. Hope that bitch can't sleep at night. And, Go ahead. And right. my understanding, when when people get radicalized, that's when they do things like join ISIS and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And so radical. So he, her rhetoric, inspired him to go out and do what he did. And I don't see that any different than than a gang leader being like, "Hey, bro, I ain't telling you to go take care of that, but I need you to go handle something for me." If you want to, if we, we, we all trying to make money, but he's impeding on, just go handle that. But I never told you to go do it though. Just if you can, it sounds like some kind of like, like they, all these people are getting away with it. Like how Donald Trump said what he said about there's, there's good people on both sides, you know? Like, yeah. That bullshit. It's like oh these, these people who have these platforms get to say and influence people when it's on one side of the spectrum and they get to do things where they hurt and kill people. But if somebody else who is melanated does something, and that's wrong now that I think about it because Candace Owens is melanated. So if you just come from the different spectrum and you're, mm-hmm. you're fighting against that, that system and you say anything along those lines and, and you're inspiring people to, to take action in any kind of way, they're taking you down immediately. But these people get to stay in power or, or in their positions and keep doing what they're doing. If you're basically, if you're not upholding the white supremacy narrative, then you have to be taken down. Pretty much. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm seeing. Pretty much. And nah, she, I can't believe that. That woman reminds me of the, uh, what's that show all the black women used to watch like faithfully? Which one? There's a lot of them. I ain't gonna be lying to you. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's with the, I don't know. She was like the president's white ha- right hand woman or something like that. Oh, handle. Okay, there we go. That show. She reminds yeah, me of that kind of of woman who's who's in politics, and they asked her to to like play this role and do this for us real quick, and she got these people riled up. And they're ready to, to act on her behalf. And that's all it usually takes to inspire any kind of crazy revolution is a, is a nice looking young lady who's ready to go, who's, who's inspiring you to, to young men to, to action. That's all it takes. You're right about that. I didn't. Mm, okay. I think that word that you use, though, is radicalized is very important. I think that's, that's what we should start saying is radicalized because that's what he said. And it's a very important word that is not usually used with white people. That's what that's what um, that one dude who uh, shot up the the church um, in South Carolina. That's exactly what he was. He was radicalized. Um, and I just want to start putting that narrative and those same uh, terms that they use with us, even even if it's not true but that they use with us on them because it's, it's important and it's true. And he was radicalized. I start calling them militant, all that kind of stuff. Yep. That's what they are. Any any person that, that is, that is stockpiling weapons, that is 
ready to kill somebody because like how do you not if someone is stockpiling weapons how do you not know or why are you ignoring it because if my neighbor is stockpiling weapons i'm gonna know about it like i don't i don't care how private that person is all the time you you think you would but not all the time these people laugh and and in your face they they hang out with you they might go to dinner with you give you hugs while you're at work be very cordial with you but when they're amongst their peers people who think like them it's totally different they have a whole i you know it's they turn to a whole nother person i've seen it firsthand blew my especially when i was in middle school blew my mind you know went to all hispanic middle school i would be like hanging out with some friends yeah, we're all cool when we're when we're kicking it together, but then if if they didn't see me around and I, they would be with their friends, I would hear them say things about black people that I'll be like, hey, he would never say that in front of me, right? Or he would never use those kind of words in, in front of me. But that's how it happens. <laughs> it's it's the person that's the closest to you some some of the time that 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 feels such a way about you. You'd be like, what the hell is going? What? It'll, it'll blow your mind. Right. Because it's in a way they think like, oh, not you. You know, like exactly. we're not talking about you. I mean, it's like, no, you are. Because really uh, I'm about to do it to you right now because I'm about to stereotype you right now. Exactly. I'm about to stereotype right. you because the way you speak, because they do it to me all the time. Yep. I'm about to tell you, I'm pretty sure you've heard you talk very, you know, very good for a, for a black girl. Oh my or, god! Or uh, you're you're not like like you're a black person. You're not a nigger. Or or my favorite, I'm so glad you don't act ghetto. <laughs> that, shit. that shit right there. That shit kills me. I I got that out so many times in my life, and I couldn't understand. Like I really couldn't fathom. What is someone say that to me? Right. Like, one, what does that mean? Do you know what a ghetto is? Do you really know what a ghetto is? Right. Do you? Like, do you know where that fucking term came from? That. uh, Educate him real quick. You take that one. What what is a ghetto? What is a ghetto? So if I'm if I'm not mistaken, ghetto actually started with the um uh like with the um the Jewish community but like specifically um in um uh what is that what is that World War II Nazi right? Germany where, yeah Nazi Germany um where they had all the Jewish people like stacked up stacked together and then they turned their coin they they turned the coin ghetto to describe what they were living in Yep. And they, they, they stacked a bunch of people on top of each other in a small yep. area with minimal resources. Exactly. And called it a ghetto. And what? And they started fucking each other up. Right. With those limited resources and killing each other and, and Jewish on Jewish crime. Yeah. <laughs> As they yep. were pointed on us now, which is bullshit, but that's where it comes from. That, that's insane to me. 
All right. And then, like like you said, limited resources. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were putting those people there with limited resources for a reason, because they understood that people would fight each other for those limited fucking resources, trying to brand them as the animals they thought that they were. It's a whole fucking like the 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 thing. It's a psychological game that they're fucking playing with people. Well, and the process making them into the thing they want them to be or thought them to be, and the process exactly, exactly. And people reiterating it without honestly knowing what this what it is or where it comes from or understanding the term. Just just understanding the term alone tells you a lot about what melanated people go through what we're living in and why we're living in it just that term just that fucking term but so many people use it to describe us man fuck (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) that yeah that shit right there i i never understood how somebody could say that to me and then expect me to take it like as a compliment like oh you're not ghetto like what the fuck is that supposed to mean yeah. Is it I, I don't understand it. And it, it's because they expect something of you from what exactly. they from what they've experienced and what they've seen. But if you if you use those same those same uh like points that they're using to judge you with, you're you'll be in the wrong. Yep. You know, like yeah. if if every time oh a white person came up to me and I and I was startled because I thought they're gonna take something from me. I would be yeah. a <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. oh, introducing myself and be like, I don't got nothing for you, man. <laughs> Just starting off with that, <laughs> I would be in the wrong. They would be like, oh, you're so rude. Yeah. All yeah. hell would break loose. You would get a lecture. You would get a think piece right. about why yeah. is it you're acting that way and what needs to change and all that bullshit. When like, I was, imagine I, when I was in high school, I, I didn't invite any of my white homies over anything like that because I thought that they were just going to move in and take my shit. Yeah. I would be, yeah. I would be so mean and, and like, uh, I'll be, I was going to say racist, but I would be so prejudiced because I can't be racist. But I would be so prejudiced against them. Be, people would be upset with me. Oh my God. That term too. Cause the people love calling black people racist. And I'm like, so you don't understand what the term racism means if you think black people can be racist. Like, that's that's not what it is. And if we are prejudiced, we have a fucking reason to be because history has shown us that everybody fucks black people over. Everybody fucks melanated people over. And we're tired of this shit. We've seen this game. We've seen it before. We understand what the fuck is happening. So then when we have certain ideals and we think things that people that aren't uh, of popular opinion, of our mainstream opinion, all of a sudden we're prejudiced or we're racist and you don't even know what the fuck that means because we cannot be racist because we do not hold, we we do not own things like that. We don't we don't have that, that kind of power. So, right, we don't have that power. So I, I can't be racist because I don't own that fucking McDonald's that can potentially hire you and then tell you no. Like it's not, it's not fucking possible. Yeah, just and just because you feel it some type of way, I can't call the police and have them come in and get you. <laughs> they're gonna, no. they're gonna come, uh, come arrest me. Like exactly, that's exactly what the fuck they would do. I don't. I call the police and they'll come get my black ass. Like write this one down for our current event topics. But did you see the video of the two 
young black sisters standing in front of somebody's house and they're at their they're at their neighbor's house because he had pulled out a shotgun on them calling them all kinds of hoes and all kinds of things like that because he thought they were they were hanging out in front of his house or something but really the girl lived next door and so anyway this the cops come and they they end up arresting the girl the the woman who called the cops on them and slamming her on the ground and all kinds of stuff like that because they just can't <laughs> like they had the authority to like to do that to her and they said that she was being belligerent and all that stuff because she just had a shotgun pointed at her face so of course she's upset and startled but because she was like that and she's black they slammed her on the ground and arrested her and they did not arrest the man who allegedly pointed the shotgun at them it happened was weird they expect black people to react to stressful situations like they're not in a stressful situation. They expect us to react to situations like we've been there a hundred times. Like it's normal for us to have a gun in our face or a person to point a gun in our face. So we have to react like a sane person. If someone has a gun in my face, I'm going to react differently. I am going to be belligerent. I am going to be upset. I'm going to be practically in tears because somebody has a gun in my face it doesn't make any fucking sense and for for them to come and assess the situation and think that the two black girls are the ones i'm sure they were small i'm sure they didn't have any height on them in fact and they're women so like what could you, what could you possibly do? as opposed to a cop you know who at least exactly. had 60 pounds on them oh my god slam a baton, a whole bunch of shit. A whole bunch of shit. Like, there's nothing that these two girls can physically do to overwhelm you. Yet, you take it upon yourself to not only to force them, force them onto the ground with brutal force and say, and then turn around and be like, I was scared or I was fearful for my life. Or pull out a gun on somebody and be like, I was scared and I was fearful of my life. What can, what can they do? Like, for real, what the fuck can they do? They can't do assumed to be a threat until proven otherwise. Which gets us media that you got to think that most people, most people don't have interactions with black people. True. Only interactions they have through media. True. Especially things like world star now. Oh Lord. and, And television. And so through all those mediums, they think that we are, inherently criminal yep um insanely powerful for some reason all of us no matter what like, we're the hulk. like every black person is the fucking hulk basically you know, insanely powerful and and we just we just know like you said being like we've been in those kind of situations so where we had guns pulled on us and we just know all those kind of things like we know about everything supposedly it's it's an because from their experience, it's in everything from literature to what they watch on TV. So they think we're just like that. So right. when they finally encounter us in the real world, they got nothing but those those images in their mind, and they they treat us like that. Absolutely. That's why yeah. I started off with that. When I'm pretty sure you heard it when they first come up to you. Wow, you talk very well. <laughs> 
and it's just like a, it's just you just have a pause moment. And be like, what do you think I was? What do you think was going to come out of my mouth? When right. I, what did you think I was going to sound like? You know, like I don't understand it. And that's I've traveled different places. It's been all different kinds of people that have said it to me. And yeah. Though, though, I must say though, I don't, I don't mind it much when white people say it. Cause they're, I expect them to be ignorant, it, but every time a little bit, it breaks my heart when it's a black person, especially it doesn't matter if it's a, a melanated person from like a different culture or whatever. When it's a black person I, from America, uh, that shit breaks my heart. Cause like, what do you, what do you expect, man? How- like, why are you, why are you even telling me that? Why did, why would you think that? Why would you of all, of people, all people think that? You know, that's why, like, we're supposed to be one. We're supposed to be on a, on a one accord and be an understa- on an understanding. Like, why why do you think we all are – I don't even want to use not intelligent because I don't even think that people who talk in that stereotypical way are, aren't intelligent. It's just like, why do I have to talk like that for you to accept me, you know? Right. But but people who think people that talk that way think they're not intelligent though. Yeah. They do think that, that they're missing some um intellect, that they're that they don't have the um capacity to understand and to comprehend and, and learn things in the same way that others do. When honestly they could be some of the smartest people. They just they didn't learn they did. Did. but no. Okay. Um, I'm just, uh, I don't know. Like that, that I don't want to see that video. I want to look it up, but I don't want to see that video. Cause I don't want to get pissed off. Um, I think yeah. at the Go very ahead. least, if you can't handle the video, I think people should check it out on the very fact that you, you would see what that kind of rhetoric does to people. Because I've seen videos like that. Like I said, like I've seen videos like that since I was young. Watching narco videos, seeing people get chopped up and all kinds of crazy shit like that. But this mm. one was different. These people were at peace until this yeah. man came in there and did what he did. And and the most fucked up image that I remember from that whole thing was seeing this little kid slumped on top of his mom just just laying there. From all those, and he came in that place several times to 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 do what he did. Yeah, he went to two. He went to two mosques. Wow, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know that. He went to two mosques. Oh my god! So he. Oh my god! Wait, wait. wait. He went to two mosques, and that the most fucked up image that I saw was that little kid slumped on his mother, but he went to two mosques, and while he he. When he's leaving out of the mosque, he's shooting randomly because he's in a Muslim neighborhood. Yo. He leaves from their place, though. He's driving to the other one, I'm assuming. He's shooting people on the way, tactically, through his windows and very low on his windshield so not as not to obstruct his view. What the fuck? Also, while he's driving, he lets some white people cross in the crosswalk. He doesn't hit them because he was speeding. And with driving and shooting people, but he lets them cross, and then he continues on his rampage. Watch the video; it's very enlightening. Even if you have to skip through all the parts where he's actually shooting people, 
because you already know what happens. But it's very it's very telling to see where this guy's mind state was, and at the very least to to look at his guns and see what he has written on them, and listen to the music and look it up because he's playing propaganda music. It everything he did was planned. It's all planned, premeditated. I have no words. Like I, I have no words. Doesn't none of that makes any sense. Um, I don't understand how he was able to go to the second mosque. Well, we were watching it. I watched it several times, and at the barbershop, too, because I was showing it to people, like and asking them about it. And the whole time they kept asking, "Where are the police?" Yeah. Where are the yes. police? Only one time while he's leaving the scene of the crime and shooting at people. After that, you hear police going the opposite way that he's going. And it doesn't, oh, I'm not from New Zealand, so I don't know the, the sirens. You know, I don't know if that was a, an ambulance or a police officer, but only one time do you hear a siren ever. And the whole time. So that's why, that's what makes me think that this, is, this was planned. How are there no police in that, that area? At all, whatsoever. These people thought that, like, fireworks? What yeah. time of year do you guys shoot off fireworks? I've never seen any kind of New Zealand uh, uh, celebration where they've shot off fireworks or, or anything like that or with anything with fireworks in New Zealand. It doesn't even stop. Not only that, if you hear something like that and it doesn't cause you any alarm, like, it, I don't I don't know if they were in a ro- remote part. It doesn't necessarily seem like it, like, it's in a remote sick. part in the sense that, like, it's far enough from, from most people where it's spread out. Um, so you wouldn't necessarily hear it, but even then, like, I, I don't understand how you hear something like that and it doesn't raise any kind of alarm. It doesn't, like, I, I none of that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's fucked up. I don't know if I can watch that. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll try to look at the video, but like, I don't know if I can watch that because it's going to piss me off. That's one. Sure. But two, it's going to make me sad that he was able to so casually do that, you know? Like there was no fucking resistance whatsoever. Only one. I don't know how. One dude Go ahead. Only one dude tried to stop him in the inside of the mosque. Only I only seen one person run at him and try to stop him from what he was doing. He was he was killed. Right, but like those people, like I don't expect them to try and stop it just because it's like it's that's a stressful situation. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is that there's. The way that they have, I I don't know New Zealand. I don't know how they do things. I'm sure it's very different than America. I would be naive to believe that's the same thing as Americans, right? However, with that being said, I I don't understand how he is able to not only shoot up a mosque, then target and select people on the street, get to a second mosque and do the same thing before he is ultimately killed like he wasn't killed he was captured he's in custody right now so so that was another thing that he he was not killed he was justice he was captured and he's in custody right now and not only was he in custody when he was they have blurred his face and will not release his name oh my god because of some crazy that they have over there not only that this man Threw up that OK symbol upside down for that white power bullshit while he was in custody. They took his picture and they blurred his face. But the, he knew 
that they were going to do that, blur his face or whatever. And so he threw up the symbol while his hands are in cuffs. And so his hands down and he's throwing up that OK sign for that white power bullshit. Okay. All right. That shit's crazy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Um, um, okay. So first thought, my very first thought from that, that whole situation, um, that shit seemed like it was planned. Like everybody had a part to play in that. And when I say everybody, I mean like some government officials, police people, because none of that shit makes sense. And if second, if people do not believe there's a different standard for white people and there are other people, that's a perfect example of that. They had the decency to blur out this man's face. The decency to blur out this man's face. Fuck that. They took a flight. And he's still, and he's still alive. After watching the video, I remember I told you he had like five guns and two gas canisters. They know this man has guns and they took him alive. They don't even have to know you have a gun when you're black. No, they will, they, kill you. You. they will kill you. Not even knowing if you reach for something, you could the cop. I've seen a video where a cop asked a man at the at the gas station, let me see your ID. He reached for his ID and the cop shot him. He survived it. Look, thank God he survived it. Thank the creator that he survived it. But the cop asked him to let me see your ID. He reached for it and he shot him. You don't even have to have a gun if you're black, but they could know you have weapons, have killed people, know that you're probably borderline suicidal because you kill people and you might not want to serve that jail time and they will take you alive. And then and then, like you mentioned earlier with with Charleston, in South Carolina, they'll they'll stop at Burger King and get you a meal. Yeah, I was just about to say that shit. Get the Dude, fuck out of here. That. That that right there pissed me off the most. They took his ass to Burger King. He just killed nine people, and he gets a Whopper. Come, come get a Whopper. Give him a Whopper. Hey, you know why? Because those cops were congratulating him. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. That's that was, exactly what they were doing. They were saying, was, good job. That was the one of their homies. That like, hey, right. man, you're going to have to serve this time, but you know you're going to be living in luxury in there. Like, the, we got you. We got you. Let's take you to Burger King first. Talking about they felt bad for him. They didn't feel bad for him. They were congratulating him. They were telling him, good job, well done. We can't necessarily say that, but here, let's take your ass to Burger King because this is what you want before we actually take you into the jail. You fucking kidding me right now? It's fucking crazy how they treat these people, and we're supposed to pretend like it doesn't happen. Which right. Or we're crazy or we're paranoid or we're like a whole bunch of other things that are just so untrue. For 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 seeing shit and calling it how it is. Exactly. If which is I think it was James Baldwin. James mm-hmm. Baldwin, the famous writer. Yeah. He said to be conscious and to be black in this society is to be upset all the time. Yes. And I, I, that's not the exact quote, but it's something along those lines. And I, I, I never, I, I never felt that way until I finally read that shit. And I was like, damn, that's, I thought I was tripping. I thought it was just me. Mm-mm. I thought I, w- I was upset all the time for no reason and, and feeling some type of way and for no reason. But 
I'm not crazy. Even this man at this time felt something about that. Some like if you if you know what's going on, if you just look and you just open your eyes, you're gonna be upset. I, for that. I I cannot believe that. They took this man alive. He gets to be alive and to sit in prison. I'm sure he's eating steak. I'm sure there are people tapping him on his back. I'm sure that fucking senator who got egged in his face is paying all his, uh, probably would pay his bond if they would give him one, but it's making sure he's okay in prison and all that bullshit. What Donald I mean, Trump did when that person, remember Donald Trump said some shit like that? What? When, when uh, somebody at one of his rallies punched a black dude in the face, he said, if Omar? anything like that happened again, I'll take care of all your bills, your 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 bell and your finance. You remember that? Yeah, he did say that. I do remember that. I remember him saying that. These people are just the same, and like they, they get to stay in these in these positions of power, and like like not only that, but I think we should watch now and see what mm-hmm. happens because, like we we're saying, no police came. I, while he was doing the shooting, they took him alive, all that stuff. It sounds very eerily planned in a weird way. Yeah. But so they changed the gun laws really fast. They did change the gun laws really fast. Hours, if I'm not mistaken, within 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Which so a lot of people are saying are good. Because I remember a while ago, what's going to happen to the people there in New Zealand after they take all their guns away? Yeah. Because I remember watching, they had, they had in New Zealand they have this this uh, these they call them bikies, motorcycle gangs, and they were the main people that came out to protect the mosque and for uh, like donations and all kinds of stuff and charities. It was really? all the biker the biker gangs or the bikies out there from New Zealand, and they all have mokos, traditional mokos, and they mokos are are face tattoos and and the Maori mm-hmm. the people. And um, it's like they they almost like transferred in a way their culture into the biker gang to to keep it alive, right? And they have they they have guns and they protect themselves because they want to protect their native land and all that kind of stuff. It's gonna be interesting to watch and see if anything happens to those people after this thing has happened and and the the Muslim people in those neighborhoods and stuff because after something like that happens at your church, you're gonna to want to protect it. I want yeah. protection now. And now, in a way, you're—it's good because you're taking these weapons away from these people. But now I can't protect people, so it's gonna be interesting. There's always, you know, like there's always two sides to it. All right, because he said guns, but they didn't say anything else. Yeah, you said you had gasoline and shit, and he probably could get his hands on the grenade or some shit like that. I don't put it past people. Like I don't, I that, don't. That dude was trained somehow or he watched lots of videos to where somebody should have been alerted because his his gun clips were taped together so he could switch mm-hmm. when that man ran up on him and tried to stop him that he shot his gun jammed and he cleared it within like 10 seconds and reloaded wow. and started shooting again so are they branding him as just like like so he are they saying he doesn't have any kind of military background or anything of that nature in which he would learn to do those things? Wolf, from my understanding, he's like one of those other lone, another lone wolf. 
attacker like like Dylan Roots. Just out of nowhere, he got radicalized and wanted to do what he did. That doesn't make sense. Not at all, but we're supposed to believe it. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm supposed to believe that. No. Okay. I didn't know he got captured alive. I thought he was killed. Or I let, let me be real. I assumed that because I heard about the situation. I'm like, there's no way I'm taking this fucking guy alive. There's exactly. no way. He's dying. Like, you, you got to die at that point. I'm not going to allow you to sit and live. Like, you don't, you don't get to do that after you've killed all of these people. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, that's why I would, children, children, yeah. that little kid, like, that's what, that's what fucked me up the most is I've seen videos like that, but that little kid slumped on his mom. I couldn't, I don't understand why, why he did it in the first place, but like, there's, there's kids, I shot a little kid. This, this dude, this little dude, rest in peace, was no more than like eight or nine. Yeah. That's like. I don't that, the kind of person that could do that is and I'm not even religious but that's the only person that could kind of do that is a, is a some kind of devil <laughs> you know like that's some kind of some kind of devil that's some evil shit some very evil shit not only, I don't that's, that's I believe good and evil is all perspective you know but yeah inherently I think there's something that just was in that person that he was just like that. It had to be because that no, nah, you don't learn that. You don't learn that. We learn a lot of things. We all, as as human beings, we're all kind of fucked up. We we all have our individual shit that we have to deal with. But that is next level. That's yeah, something different. Definitely. I had no idea. I assumed he was dead. Um, no, not at I all. And he got he got to throw up a white power sign like um yes. I don't know. I'm telling you he, when he, he threw up that sign and then because um like I watched the Joe Rogan podcast and all that kind of stuff and right. he he Joe Rogan was on there one time adamantly saying that this is some fucking bullshit this is a hoax it has to be a hoax this is a joke like Pierre throwing up a white power sign but there were so many police officers military. Yo. Yo. Yeah, nah. Nah. That don't make no damn sense. Nah. But um we've uh all right, just the transition. So um kind of on the topic, but not necessarily. Uh just hilarious, just to lighten the mood a little bit. Um she did something stupid. She did she did something stupid. Um, and so just to recap, she was on her Instagram or some kind of social media platform. I don't really know, but either way, she was on Instagram and she sees guys with turbans on and she goes, Oh, where are you going? Where are you going? Just being stupid. Right. Yeah. She puts it on there, which is uh, super inappropriate in light of what just happened. Ooh, right? We'll get to that. You're right. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, she gets backlash from uh, people, uh, from yeah, just from people in general, like people on social media, and she takes a video down and then she apologizes. And then a little while later, she decides, let me get back on Instagram. She's like, oh, so we were got taken off all on, we got taken off of the plane, and I don't, 
I don't see the four guys that were on the plane with us, the dudes with the turbans, right? And she yep. was like, so um, fuck y'all. I was scared. I was telling y'all I was scared. Fuck y'all. Y'all should respect how I feel. And now those dudes aren't on the plane anymore. My first thought. As if she had something to do with it, though, like, which is kind of weird. But you right. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> My first thought was you idiot, they're probably just as prejudiced as you are, which is why they took the dudes off the turbans, uh, with the turbans off the plane. So that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that they're criminals. It doesn't mean they were trying to blow the plane. It doesn't mean shit. All it means is, is they're probably just as prejudiced as you are. And they decided that there are dudes with turbans on the plane. Let me take them off because we feel unsafe or we don't want our customers to feel unsafe. All that bullshit. Second, just to get into like her idiocy as a person, everything doesn't need to be said. We, I feel like, I feel like there are many thoughts that run through our head. We all know this. And most of them aren't the most intelligent thought. We have to really work through what we're trying, what we're thinking, and then like come to a conclusion about something. Instead of her doing that, she put her own ignorance out there for forefront for everyone to see right apologized for her ignorance and then doubled down on her ignorance and was like i had to apologize for it again i that didn't make any sense to me at all because if you had if she had just waited what she should have done if she had just waited in general just to see how the whole situation would play out and i mean really waited not like they got off the plane and then you say something about it again like no just wait and see how the situation plays out, then respond or act on it. And even then, don't do it in a fucking ignorant way. She just decided that she was going to be ignorant that day and then double down on her ignorance and justify it with saying, well, I was scared. That doesn't make any sense. That's just like a white woman, um, I don't know, walking into, walking into the train, <laughs> walking into a store seeing a black guy or just anywhere in general, just walking down the street, seeing the black guy, immediately fearing for her life or her jewelry or whatever the fuck and deciding that she's going to call the cops and then something happens where that black man gets killed. It's the same She shit. wasn't no different than Barbecue Becky in that moment. Exactly. She was not. And then people want to give her a pass because she's black. And oh, here's what really killed me, right? She came when, uh, when she... um double down right she decided to be like y'all mad at me because i don't want to think like every other black person out here <laughs> i wanted to stop the shit out of her i was like that's not thinking about every other black person that's not like that. your way of thinking is just ignorant it's ignorant there were sikhs they were not muslim exactly which is another it's thing we're gonna get different religions right oh, right religions and, and right. then the fact that that she's she tried to justify what she said also, and with first her apology, those if you watch her, that was not her apology. Somebody wrote that for no. her. I know, I already know. Like <laughs> she, know. you know, she's on uh she's on network television now and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. she's on real. She's on yeah. real. So she, I was actually rooting for her at one point in time, but go ahead. Watching her, you know, they they don't watch you like you want to be on this network, so you better watch what you say. And somebody right. was real quick was like, hey, check this out. There you go. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, um, she said, I have Muslim people in my family. 
Yeah. Did you see, uh, I think it's a guy that they were interviewing and he tried to prove he wasn't racist because he has uh, black nephews or something like that? Yeah, I saw that shit. She was insane. <laughs> I'm not racist. <laughs> I got black people in my family. Like, what you mean? That can't possibly be racist. I'm, I'm sure, uh, uh, what's that dude's name? <laughs> One of the founding fathers. I'm sure he thought the same shit. Ah, I, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about, but I can't figure out his name right Any now. of them, because they all love black women. <laughs> right. It, there you go. But no, that I was... I thought they weren't racist because they got, they got mixed kids now, and they, right. they sleep with black women, and right. they think they're not racist. That, that, is, that doesn't mean anything. What was so stupid about it, though, was she was like, she, I, I got Muslim people in my family. Like, Muslims are a race. Muslims aren't a race. They're I, part of a, the religion Islam. Like, that was the dumb part. So Muslims can be considered anyone. If an Asian person converted to Islam, they would be a Muslim. That's like saying it's a Christian is a race. race. Exactly. So that's why I, she, the whole damn thing was stupid. And has she, I felt like if she just. Keep going. Right, but the if has she just like went through it in her mind for a good thirty seconds, she would have realized how stupid she was being. But she was reacting purely off of emotion and people of social media going at her. And this is this is the part that I don't understand about people. Everything doesn't need to be said. Everything doesn't need to be done. Everything doesn't need to be recorded. But people are so addicted to that attention that they do it. And then when they don't get the attention that they like or the attention that they, they feel like they deserve, they double down on their stupidity, which is exactly what she did. She said something stupid. People called her out for it. She was like, oh, I apologize. And then decided to double down when the dudes with the turbans were taken off the plane, really disrespected to Sikh and the Islam religion by trying to compare the two and saying, I have Muslim people in my family, like that makes a fucking difference doesn't even matter at all. And then in her apology video, video, she kept getting the word seek wrong. You've already disrespected them, right? By trying to, to connect them with another religion that they have nothing to do with, just purely off that, trying to imply that they were terrorists and then have the nerve to still not understand or how to even say the fucking word right. But then goes, I'm going to donate $15,000 to um, the people in New Zealand. I wasn't aware of what happened at the time. And she's still wrong because that's not even the person she disrespected. Thank you. Thank you. Disrespected. It's not the Muslim people as, as, and since she fucked up by saying that definitely send those people that money because they need it. Exactly. Now, not since you fucked up twice or not, not now, like four or five times, not since, to seek some money too and, and help them out because I don't even know if they need it, but send it to them because yeah. you fucked Because you, you fucked up. Because you fucked up. And I didn't necessarily want to like I didn't want to approach it in this way. I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt, but it was her doubling down on the story in general. Yeah. Right? And then that fake ass apology that she sent out. Right? Like I didn't I didn't understand that. Like I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't get how she decided to do that, come to that conclusion, and then try to make it seem like everything was okay because she was scared. Like none of that make made any sense in the first place. And had she just kept those thoughts to herself, legit, has she not done any of that? This wouldn't be an issue. 
Had you, it's, she really did it to herself. She took out her phone. She started recording people. She says something ignorant. People got on her for, for it. She then apologized and then says something even more ignorant, trying to mask it off as, as if she's scared, which could be true, but she never thought anything through. And I, I don't know what's going on with people, but they feel like because they have some kind of platform or people are following them or they're, they're influencers in some way, everything and anything has to be said, has to be done. They're getting themselves into to, um, really stupid situations and then not understanding their own stupidity. Doesn't make any sense. I definitely agree. So, I understand because she, she felt like she was supposed to do that. Yeah. And, and yeah. not only that, but that, that it was going to be funny. Yes. Right. You know, and like I was saying, like she she did that thinking it was gonna be and this shows how 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 connected and how ignorant people are at the same time. Yeah. She's famous through social media. Social right. media is, is this huge news connection for people for around the world. You know, we could I could tell you about news that that's how I found out about the New Zealand thing. I found that shit out by yeah. four o'clock in the morning when it when it first happened. And they're they're in a whole yep. other time zone. Yep. Through social media, she's connected through social media, and she didn't know that shit happened. And she's trying to get on on social media and make that fucking joke like that. Like That's who's who's in charge? Like I'm pretty sure this is a publicist or something. Who's in charge of this girl? <laughs> right. And it's like I don't know. Get a hold of her or something. You know, like something's wrong. Right, right. It was just it, again. It's it's her own ignorance, um, her not understanding her ignorance, and then doubling down on her ignorance. Like she, I, I can tell she thought none of that through. She moved. She moved purely off of emotion, just because she was upset that everybody was going at her. Rightfully so, though. Like rightfully so, they all were getting on her ass for a reason. And right. instead of like looking into what people were saying, she was just like, fuck y'all, I'm scared. And and which is what that's like a and I hate to use this as an example, because this this young man lost his life for that, but mm-hmm. that was like an Emmett Till thing. I'm scared. That's exactly, yes. That's exactly that's what happened this. to Trayvon Martin. Let me Yo, just say because I'm scared. Right. That's right. Any, that's black people every almost in this country. Almost like every day to every other day, something happens to them because I was scared. Right. Because people are fearful for no reason. And they have no reason to be. And she had no reason to be fearful in that situation. But instead of thinking about it and really trying to process it, what she needed was she needed a friend there to like say something stupid with. And then that friend know her and love her and trust her enough to be like, hey, that was stupid. Here's the real situation. And then it would have been no issue. But she decided to go and have her her thoughts and all that shit on social media, and, and then get mad when people are like, "No, you're you're stupid. Like you're actually stupid in real life." And let me just stereotype us real quick again. Go ahead. I think more black people just need more religious education because we don't there know you. other. <laughs> There's like we most black people know like three religions: Christianity, Buddhism. And, and Islam. That's it. We might know something about voodoo or Santeria or something like that, but no, even then, then, 
this and then maybe those might be wrong, like Jewish people, you know, and the, but they don't even assume that, you know, because they think that's a race. Yep. And, and let me to go. Let me go back. That's what I was going to ask you. That was a question. But I don't want to interrupt you. Is go ahead. Is remember you were saying like she's used Muslim, like like that's a race of people. And I don't want to yeah. get on the topic, but I wanted since you were saying that, I wanted to ask you how do you feel that people now use Jewish as a as an ethnicity or as a race when that's a religion. I think in a way, though, the Jewish community feels like that themselves. I could be wrong. I, mean, I, should, I probably should talk to some Jewish people about it. But even with um, like the little bit I know about them in their culture, they're very homogenous in that sense, like to where they kind of consider it as 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 a race. And if I'm not mistaken, again, I complete I could completely be wrong about this. There are certain things or, or certain um, physical traits that if you haven't converted converted to I forgot what the religion is itself, but like if you haven't if you haven't converted to Judaism, like yeah. there are still certain like physical traits about Jewish people in general that distinguish them as Jewish, like the stereotypical like hook nose and things of that nature. Um, so if I'm not mistaken, that's, that's one of the reasons why it's used in that way. Um, and also from just from what I've known about it, like people, Jewish people that I have met have used it as, yes, as a really, as, um, a, a, a way to identify people in their religion, but also as like a race thing, like, oh, I'm Jewish, but like not, not in the sense of this is my my um, Polish, really, <laughs> right? They'll be Polish, right. and they they're Jews, right? Yeah, like this is not like my belief. This is like who I, I am. We get into that on another topic because we don't talk about that for a long time. But I think that has that's like some Zionist shit. Mm. You know? Okay, but we could we could get into that another time. But I think <laughs> uh, should I transfer into another another topic? Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Lighten it up one more time. Let's lighten it up a bit with the. Uh, okay, so since this is like a, a hmm, let's go. Let's go to the uh, yes, Jules, Scotty Bean, Karen Silva yeah. situation. You don't have to help me out on this one. Still, I I got you. Don't even trip. From what I'm understanding, she posted that uh, it was a T-shirt, right? Yep, it was a T-shirt. And but... it's, what did it say? It it said, oh fuck, I just blanked. Um, it said all niggas lie or niggas lie, something like that. But I know it had the word niggas on it, and I know it had the uh the words lie on it. But all niggas lie or some shit like that. She posted it on Twitter. She was like, should I wear it to this festival or some shit like that? Um, Scotty Beam and Karen Civil, just to give background. Okay, so just to give background on what we're talking about. Yeah. So yes, Jules is um a white woman who hosts parties for a living. That's what she does. Yeah. Um, Scotty Bean and Karen Civil. Karen Civil has built a media empire. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Can, can, can I, can I yeah. interrupt real quick? Right. On the Yes Jewels, because after you told me about the, the topic and everything, I kind I tried yeah. to do some research, but I'm not too hip to what was going on. Yeah. Yes Jewels hosts parties with rappers. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And the only reason, from my understanding, she holds parties with rappers is because she's very blessed in the nether regions. She's very thick. Yep. And that's the only reason, from my understanding, she doesn't make music. She's not a DJ. She uh, doesn't sell any kind of liquor products, to my understanding. She's not sponsored by anyone. Nope. She's just... Just a white girl trying to make a name for herself. Yep. Okay. There you go. Just want to throw that out there. No, 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 no. You good? I get it. Um. So that's what she was. Uh. So that's uh. Karen Silva, like I said again, has built a media empire. Um. And she's like, does media training, but also um helps out like people's favorite artists. I know she does a lot of work with Nicki Minaj. And people like that. So she's she's legit. Scotty Beam hosts her own show um, with um, Joe Budden, uh, Remy Ma, and a guy's name who I forget. No disrespect to him though. Um, called State of the Culture, and she's she's been doing her oh, thing. Oh, okay. On um, on um, what's that shit called? Revolt, revolt. It's on YouTube, but it's on Revolt. Is is that on Revolt? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like she, she, what, what Ooh, I'm basically trying to establish here is that I'm both sorry. of them, oh no, you good. They're, both of them are very successful women um, who have built their way up, right? So the situation happens. Scotty Beam and Karen Silva get in her ass immediately. They're like, bitch, you shouldn't have a shirt like that at all. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And they, immediately are like, yeah, I think you're racist. Like, I don't understand why you would have that shirt and why you would think it's okay. Um, Scotty Bean, even went as far as like, I don't give a fuck about you and your black friends. You can pull up. In fact, don't even worry about that. Here's my Addy. Here's where I am most times out of the day. You and your so-called black friends can pull up. I don't give a damn because you shouldn't have done that and you shouldn't have said that and you know better, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, she went hard. She didn't. She didn't care, and I understood. I, I completely understood. Here's the part that blew me. Um, Murder Mook. Murder Mook is a battle rapper. Really, he's known most, uh, most, uh, mostly in that field as a battle rapper. Um, so he goes all around and he does um all these shows. He, yes, Jules, uh, and yes, Jules were on a podcast. I don't. I don't know what podcast. Um, they were on. That I seen. Uh, they were like, "Did you see it? Like in like a house or something like that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Like some shit like that. And okay, um, murder. Uh, yes, Jules is talking about the situation and how she feels like Karen Silva and Scotty Beam specifically are trying to brand her as racist. And Murder Mook is like, "Well, why can't you say the word nigga though?" Murder Mook, a black man. Um, yeah, yeah. We yes, yes, Jules that. Yeah, he asked yes, Jules that. He was like, but why though? Like, why can't you say that? And um, that got me heated <laughs> for many reasons. Uh, hmm. First off, when it comes to situations like this, um, black people need to stand together as a whole. Uh, no one outside of melanated people should be able to say the word nigga. Like, no one. No one outside of us. Black people own that word. We have that word. Whether no, no matter how you feel about saying it, I'm a person who doesn't like to say it 
as much. Like I hear the rap songs, it's good, it's whatever. I ain't gonna fault you for saying it, but that's not how I see you, Adam. That's not how I see other black people. Like y'all not my niggas. You are yeah. kings and queens. You come from royalty. That's what? how I see you. You feel me? It's in there for you real quick though. I, I no, understand no. what you're saying because niggas is is a spelling, it's what how you say it. Yep. But Migus, you know, it's a different word. N e e g u s. Migus mm-hmm. is an Ethiopian word for king. I had no so, idea. But no, most people don't know that though. So, mm-hmm. so especially white people don't. A lot of white people don't know that. So you don't you you don't call me that because you don't know what it means. Right. Look look that one up. There's there's even a a, a video clip of this little white boy at a um at a spelling bee, and he has to. They ask him. And he has to spell it. And it's kind of funny to everybody. Yeah, because it's like, it's real close. But what's crazy is, is because this little kid is is a, in the spelling bee, and I'm pretty sure he's probably a scholar, he researches and he knows what Nigas means. Mm. So a lot of a lot of other people know what, what the word means and where it originates from and where it, what it, where it comes from, but we don't. Mm, I had no idea. You know, that's where the problem comes. But yeah, white people, most white people in America don't know what that word means. And so they should never call us or use that word at all. Nope, not at all. And um, also, you had two black women who was getting a white woman's ass. She says she's Hispanic. Everybody's Hispanic when some shit like this happens. I hate that shit. Anytime, like Daniel Hernandez, that motherfucking Takashi 69 nigga, who I also believe should not ever have been said to work nigga and doing all the things that he was doing. But I digress. Anytime. That's that's facts because uh, a lot of of, Latin or Hispanic, that's not that's not an ethnicity. That's that's not those people come from somewhere, you know, yeah. like this language yeah. that they speak. But yeah. when it's convenient, they could they will use the word nigga and they'll be black in that moment. But right. if you like they hop in and out of it. Yeah, when they're on their family, you ask them, they're not oh they're not my my favorite thing is uh Godfrey. He loves to say like Dominican, I know black, I know black. <laughs> yeah. I know black. Yeah. Like nah, bro. I, I'm looking at you, right? You're, like you're I really see you. You're seeing yourself. Yeah, you might not want to call yourself black, and I and I could 100 percent understand that after doing some research, what black means in, in certain parts of the world, especially in America, what black is. Yeah. I can understand you not wanting to call yourself that, but you are my brother. Right. You are. All I gotta do is look at you, and I see it. A lion in a zoo will see a lion in the wild and be like. Uh, you're you're we're one we're the same i might not know the same things that that you've been through but we're the same people exactly and (laughs) real quick um i wish people understood that more but people like them like to hop in and out of our culture when it's convenient they hop in when they need some clout, when they're trying to get to a certain level and then hop their ass out, when they feel like they are where they need to be and now they're in more of a mainstream of society and now they have different followers and all of these things and all of a sudden it's like, fuck all that shit. But to get back to yes, Jules. um, So she said the word nigga. Uh, Well, she didn't say the word nigga, but she had uh, that that shirt and um, Scotty Beam, Karen Silva get into her ass 
and Murder Mook does what so many, so many Black men do, unfortunately, and defend her. It's like, why can't you say it, though? Like, you my nigga. I feel like you my nigga. I feel like, you know, I've, I've, I've grown up with people like you. And like, I, I give y'all a special pass. Like, you know, y'all, y'all are part of our culture. Can we address that real quick? Yes, we can. <laughs> All right, so. Yes, we can. Sometimes that happens, right? Okay. I've seen it firsthand, like, where someone who is not of the culture will be allowed to use that word amongst their peers, right? But I'm not cool with that, right? Nope. Let me just throw that out there. I'm not cool with that. I've, I've been kicking it, hanging out on the street and heard someone say it and get into fights because I, I will stop them and be like, hey, what did you just say? And you, you you have the audacity to say that while you're walking past me. You don't know me. You don't exactly. know us. You don't, And you're going to yeah. use that word in front of me. So I, I have to check him. And it's just something in my spirit that tells me, that, hey, say something. And sometimes it gets me in lots of trouble and I don't care. But when those people allow that to happen and with their friend, they need to explain to that person that that's cool in our circle, but everyone else doesn't feel that same way. So if you use that word outside of this circle, there are consequences that are going to happen to you. And no matter what we say, we can't help you. And it's that simple. Like they could say whatever they want and they're going to, they're just going to look bad for defending this person for saying the word. And we are justified in saying what we or what we're saying or what we would do to that person for saying that word. Damn so that's what really kind of pissed me off is that Murder Mook decided, okay, um, I feel like yes, Jules is this kind of person, so I'm gonna go ahead and say and let her have her say it and and be with her on the situation. Like she can do it. He. <laughs> He and so many other people like him annoy the fuck out of me for this reason. I can't, I do not understand how um, as a black man, you will sit there and have someone, he doesn't really know that girl like that. Let, let's let's be real about the situation. Um, he doesn't know the girl like that. This is just someone again, who hosts a lot of parties and are with a lot of rappers. And that's all that she does. Like that's, I'm sure, like uh, Karen Civil and Scotty Bean implied, she's doing a little bit of extra on the side. But that's all, like that's all there is to her. There's no substance to her. There's nothing that she's really adding towards the culture. She's just kind of ripping off of it at this point. Am I, am I on the ping and in my eyes? That's that's what I'm doing, right? Yeah. So it's just like, so there was, there was that. But then, like he publicly publicly went against two black women and deciding that, oh yes, Jules can say that, further validating her and her stance and that, oh, Scotty Beam and Karen Silva are trying to make it seem like I'm racist. Wow. All right, so uh, I hope this that's not the dude that I've seen on the podcast that I was watching because there's two black men on there and I'm not sure which one it was. Okay, I gotta. Uh, I'll I'll make sure that like um, uh, I can point them out to you some kind of way. But 
he was definitely there. He was in that room. He was talking. He said the dumb shit. I didn't understand it. And I will never understand it because it's like those things. We, again, we as a culture, I believe have, have decided that no one out of melanated people should say that word. Obviously you have people who say it within um, their circle of friends and they understand that and well, hopefully they understand that it should only be within their circle of friends and it shouldn't um, go outside of that. But for Murder Mook to allow that kind of situation to happen where he's like, I don't understand why you can't say it because it's like you're a part of the culture. But she's not. <laughs> she's not. That's the thing. Also, we've seen this many times before, as we said in the last episode with the Miley fucking Cyrus, someone who, again, got really popular when she was within the culture, everybody liked, and as soon as she got to where she felt she needed to be, she hopped her white ass right off and was like, I don't understand, like, I don't know what I was doing, I was doing the best at that time. That bitch, she's going to do the same thing. We all know this. We've seen this before, which is why Scotty Beam and Karen Silver were so upset. And I couldn't understand why Murder Mook was sitting there justifying her and validating her and her feelings, talking about, oh, you're not racist. You're not this. It's yeah, the writing is on the wall with these kinds of people. I understand it's that. On, oh my God. Like it's on the wall. You can clearly see it. She's doing what she feels like she needs to do until she gets to a certain point where she can turn her back on our culture that she's stolen from, that she's gotten popular off of. And then she had the nerve to say, I don't really want to be like with like the the big brands out there, like with Gucci and shit like that. I just want to host my parties. Like, no, bitch, I see right through you. I see exactly what it is you're doing. And I understand exactly why those people got in your ass the way they did. And for Murder Mook and people like him to sit there and justify it doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm so tired of, of this, I have black friends narrative. I don't care how many black friends you have. I don't give a fuck with Martin Luther King. Bitch, do not say it. Do not say it. You have no right, you have no claim to it. And you do exactly what everybody else does. Because let's say the police come in and they bust up that fucking party and they start throwing people around, so they start slamming people around. And because you look white, you will not be treated like that. But you will not stand with those black people who are being treated I'm, I'm exactly <laughs> exactly she won't stand she won't be there she will act like nothing happened she ain't gonna bail these fucking niggas out she gonna leave them high and dry and be like oh i'm sorry it happened to you that's exactly what the fuck she's going to do because that's exactly what those people do all of the time and for murder mook again to sit there and to validate how she feels and to basically say that karen Silva and scotty bean were wrong without actually saying it is fucked up it's absolutely fucked up. See, that's what I was about to say is, is we got to stop letting people like that, like Murder Mook. Yes. And I, I don't even know who that is. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a battle rap fan. But Neither am I. But like I, I know like a little bit about him. Well, I, I got to ask my brother. My brother loves that shit. But like people like that, they, we got to stop letting them decide – who's for and who's not for the culture because obviously exactly. if they're thinking like that they're not for it either no also we got to stop even allowing people in like a yes jules to to be a part of it we have to right. 
and it it sucks to to say or to to even to feel that way or but we gotta we gotta have more of a lock on 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 our culture like we, yes we have to we're our culture. naturally accepting of everyone oh my god because it's it's in us to be that way always from the very beginning we, we will accept everyone not knowing that this person will take what we taught them and turn it against us mm-hmm. and benefit from it while we suffer yep yes Jules is no different than the first the first Europeans that came to Africa and was like damn this shit's dope yep this shit's dope hey right home right now like hey you don't even come on shore take this letter and go tell them how fuck these niggas got gold on and they're, they're not even royal come tell somebody about this shit like they they seen what was going on they were like oh my god this shit's amazing you know how much money we can make off of this shit you know what we could do with this she's no different I don't see her any different we gotta stop letting those kind of people into our society she's not and that's what that's what got me so upset is that unfortunately he couldn't see through that bullshit she's the same kind of person she's the same kind of way and she doesn't have any real credibility like all you do is host parties i'm not knocking you get your money but don't don't try to compare yourself what she really was trying to do was discredit karen silver or scotty bean by saying the platforms that they were on or the campaigns that they were doing um uh in their other business ventures kind of um invalidated them in a way because and they were doing things outside with other brands and that they were like, they basically are bettering themselves. And by her hosting parties and being with, with um, the real people, I guess, is her way of paying down with the culture. And I'm like. <laughs> First off, who, who's real in the culture? Because you, you don't have no say. No, for, for you one. have none. You know, she has you nothing have. to say. And not only that, but you also have no say in what these black women do for their people because you're not black, so exactly. Sit the fuck and out that's... in the house. Oh my and god! Just, just, just take your seat, and right. and when you are invited, then you come. Right, you're invited, and respect until, our until, culture. When you are invited, respect or get your ass put out. Exactly. Yeah, very simple. Is that like? But we got to be like that, and naturally, we're just too inviting. Like, just, hey, whoever it is, come on in. You know. But no, that's, yeah, she, she, her in that whole situation, I didn't really understand. There were a lot of people out there defending her, which I didn't really understand. Caesar. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. That nigga. Daniel Caesar. So that nigga. I totally forgot about him. On, on Black Twitter, I, from what I heard, I need to make one of those, speaking of which. So I mm-hmm. but uh, they all, they all attacked him on Black Twitter and then. And then he said, like, he was uh, attributing the things that he was saying to black people being sensitive. And he was like, we need to get over it, how he got over it when he was on John Mayer's show. And Dave Chappelle was uh, asked about him by John Mayer. And Dave Chappelle, the first thing he said was like, oh, Daniel Caesar, uh, very gay. And then he's like, hey, what do you mean? And he's like, they, they go back and forth real quick, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm being sensitive. And he tried to use that as black people are being sensitive about that yes, Jules topic and what she used and what she said, and we need to get 
with the winning team strategy and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and he said that? Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He said that we need to get with the winning team strategy. What is up with people not realizing that they're black when they have some kind of success? Like I don't, Ooh, I don't understand. Also said, like, he said, he said, don't get it twisted. I'm black as fuck. That's one. Of, that was also another thing he said. Look at. He said, don't get it twisted. Look at me. I'm black as fuck. Obviously, a, there's something wrong though, because like for you to even say something like that, something, something is very wrong. Because I don't, I don't, I know. Like, what do you mean? Like, you are black as fuck, which is why you should understand more than anybody why what she said and what she's going about doing is detrimental and hurtful to, to our community instead of sitting up there and trying to defend her, talking about we're sensitive. We have every right to be sensitive, especially about that word and especially about people using it. We have every fucking right. And what we're really trying to, to do is protect ourselves and protect our culture. And for him to not understand that doesn't make any sense and then be like, oh, I'm drunk. Yeah. Are you drunk? After. Yeah. Oh, That's- I'm drunk? After people attacked me, oh, I was drunk. Never mind what I was saying. And, and to put in context what happened with Dave Chappelle, we have to realize that Dave Chappelle is a fucking comedian. Exactly. That's his job. He tells jokes, right? So the first thing when he said to, uh, to Daniel, well, when John Mayer asked him about Daniel Caesar, he goes, very gay. And then he like literally moves on. It wasn't like, it wasn't that big of a deal. But then it Daniel Caesar- It was just a little quick jab. Like- you knew it was a joke as soon as he came out of his mouth. It was like, oh, very gay. But like, all right, whatever, move on. Like- <laughs> for him to compare the two situations doesn't make any sense. For the people around him to allow him to be online and say that stupidity again does not make any sense. Because if I love you, if I fuck with you, I'm taking your phone away. Nah, nigga, you jump right. But you gotta remember, like most people who are famous and are getting money have some kind of entourage with them. All right. Most of the time, they don't want to. They they they've never been privy to that kind of lifestyle or that kind of stuff. So they don't want to fuck it up either. So they're going to turn into yes men. And they're not going to say anything to fuck up their experience while riding the coattails of this person. So why would I say something? Cause he might get mad at me and then I can't be in the, in the, in the entourage anymore. People need to learn how to stand on their two feet. I don't care what kind of life somebody is quote unquote providing for me. I feel like I can do anything on my own. And even if I don't get to that kind of means, as long as I can feed myself, I can clothe myself, have a roof over my head. I don't, I'm not trading that for, I'm not trading my dignity for that. I'm not trading my dignity for anything anybody has to offer me. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's materialism, it's consumerism, and it's not something that I need. (laughs) It's not. And for, for them to allow that situation is, 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 beyond me like I'm no nah that's not that's not it that's not how I'm gonna rock so yeah fuck him for that like legit fuck him for that um again and that that goes back to my point of everything doesn't need to be said like he could have said that with his with his entourage and it'd have been fine but he decided to get onto social media again and say that dumb shit and then get upset when we said something about it, like for real, it's nah. I don't understand it, but it's people that attention 
they they need that attention and then they get they on do. there and and have high cocked ideas and then they shoot them off what what what's what's the best part for me was that part when he said he was drunk because i've been around drunk people since i was young mm-hmm. i've been getting faded since i was young a drunk man tells no tells you read about that i'm gonna lie like they might say some the most disrespectful shit you would hear but they're gonna be honest about it and when they say it even if you you feel some type of way about it and you want to let them apologize the next day when they're sober take heed to what they said because they meant that shit yep they meant it they have their it's it's unfiltered when it comes out of their mouth. It's you need to listen to what they say. They everyone should pay attention to what Daniel Caesar said and watch, because whether they accept him back or whatever happens and the black Twitter sphere or whatever that shit is, later he's gonna say something and people are gonna be like, "Hey, what the fuck?" And just remember what he said that first time. It's gotta come back. You are hundred percent right about that. You are hundred percent right about that, and that's that's another thing. We really need to pay attention to what people are saying, what people are doing, and their actions. Again, everybody doesn't need to be a, a thought leader. It's not everybody thinks, apparently. Um. So yeah, like I don't <laughs> fuck fuck him. Definitely fuck yes, Jules. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> like the first thing. Fuck yes, Jules. But fuck him too for saying some dumb shit like that. And next episode, we're making a button. We're gonna have a, a fuck them button. We're gonna press it. <laughs> hey, oh no, oh god, we should definitely do that. We should definitely do that. All right, so just to like, so just like to wrap it up. Um, wait, wait, we got. I don't wait. know if there are any white people who are going to listen to this, but um, you should because this is a great way to be a white ally. If you want to be an ally, yep. Um, this is a great way to be a white ally. So you should definitely look this video up, but um, I'm going to explain it to you. Um, there is a situation where you have people um, in a courtroom. Uh, you have, there are many people there who are protesting a situation. Um, and in particular, there's Maybe a black man. I, I think it's for Stefan Clark, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, right. was killed by the police. In his backyard, was that him? believe so so that's what that protest was for and that's why they were doing what they were doing all right so um that's what that protest was for um this black man was irate as he should be because there was another black man who was killed in his backyard and i just don't understand what you could possibly be doing in your backyard